Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Jason. Welcome to the Microbrew Review. This is episode 71. Wow. And for the first time in a long time, we let Jason pick the beer. First time ever. Kind of, kind of. I had a selection. Right, but... Pretty big selection. It was a big selection. You're true. This is true. I just felt like so often when we all finally get into a room together, he comes kicking and screaming once he finds out what beer we've chosen. And, uh, oh, triples. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for this brown ale. Yeah, great. <laughs> well, none of us like those. That's true. So today we are doing the dark stuff, which is funnier to me because it's the first sunny day I think we've had in Pennsylvania in a very long time. It's gorgeous out right now. Followed by snow in two days. All a matter of perspective. Ian and I were in D.C. yesterday doing a beer dinner, and he was so grumpy because as we were driving south, the snow kept melting and melting. And he's like, where's it all going? This is terrible. And as we drove north today, he was cheering the whole time because the snow was coming back. So what do we have today? Well, you should know the answer to that. (laughs) Well, I know, but I wanted you guys to explain it. Oh, okay. I picked it based off of the first beer that I picked up had an amazing label. And I said, okay, let's do that one just for the heck of it. And then I said, okay, well, we'll build the rest of the podcast to be somewhat in line with that first one. So why don't you tell us, uh, Beer Mistress, a little bit about why we have such an excellent, huge selection of beer to choose from. Well, as of two days ago, I am now full-time in the beer industry always. So uh, I got a position with a beer distributor that I will be an artisan craft beer sales rep in two counties in Pennsylvania and the mainline area. So not necessarily going downtown Philly for work, just for play right now. Um, But after my first day when they started indoctrinating me in our, say, 150 different labels of beer that we sell. They sent me home with seven cases of beer and said, this is your homework. You need to taste all of these. And also, it's maybe a third of all of the beer that we've got. So, And it's also just a really wide variety. Of styles, of styles and, and locations. Yeah. Um, the particular company I work for will only distribute if they get exclusive rights. Um, so if they are small local breweries or if they are imports, we have stuff from Belgium and France and Italy, and they will only take it if they're the only people who are distributing it around the U.S. So some of it, much of it, is stuff I've never seen before, which really intrigued me. It's great for our podcast. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. Um, so I, I let Jason choose three bottles of his choice from the seven cases because... I will die if I pick them up on Monday or on Friday and try to drink them all before Monday. But if we have to podcast anyway, we might as well. So the first one we're going to try, it's the Java Sutra Coffee Porter from Three Heads Brewing. And this is the one that caught your eye, huh? This yeah, this is, is the one that caught his eye. amazing cover art. <laughs> has, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Well, it's got the cover art has a uh, coffee bean and a hop flower laying in bed together and it is obvious that they had a raucous night the night <laughs> their sheets are a all bra tangled up from the bedpost <laughs> yes um i do like on the nightstand there's also two bottles of what appears to be this beer oh so it's wow like a fancy. beer inside a beer and there might be another beer in there somewhere that would be really oh. fancy um but the the label seems fairly similar or at least some 
one of the three heads uh, labels there. Uh, We're definitely going to have to save a bottle of this for Cousin Max. Or actually, I th There's also a, a dumped over coffee cup. <laughs> as it should be. Which is so funny. I don't know if I can think about coffee beer having a strong hoppy flavor. So yeah, no. I'm definitely excited to see what this is well, all this about. Well, this is a coffee porter, so it might not have a hoppy flavor necessarily. It's true. Uh, Three Heads is out of Rochester, New York. And right now we are drinking a 22-ounce nice. bottle. It does. It smells quite lovely. Ian's been um, breaking out all over the place. I had a porter yesterday that I enjoyed. There are doctors that will take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he also had I'm a beyond saison. medicine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's just incorporating it into his look now. Um, he had a saison yesterday that he liked so much. He ordered a full one, which I did not ever think was possible outside of maybe a saison Dupont or something. We had the extreme distinction of visiting uh, a droid theory who we've spoken of before. Uh, they finally opened up their brewery as a tasting room. Uh, they've been open for three Saturdays now. Um, three previous, or were we at the third weekend? I think we were at the third. So because they opened right at the end of January, we were we invited got there to at twelve thirty, and that place was packed. We uh, had to stand for ten minutes probably before we found a seat. Wow! And that's only because the owner sort of reserved yeah, us a seat. He was like, "Those guys are getting up. Why don't you guys sit there?" He shouts across the bar. So <laughs> nobody was going to take it from us. Wow. <laughs> And then because we're us, and there are only two, but it's at four, we made quick friends and sat with some lovely folks from all over Virginia. There was a couple with a baby stroller that I saw eyeing up the table, and I was like, we should invite them to sit here. And then I was like, I really don't want to. They're going to bring their baby with them. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then there was a, a nice couple standing at a, uh, a barrel table next to us, and so we in invited them instead. Um, Lindsay, Wes, nice to meet you if you're listening. Welcome. We had a good time. It was, I thought they had a whole afternoon planned of the different breweries they were going to pop by, and we sort of convinced them to hang out. Yeah, I think they were going to have one flight of six and then leave, and they ended up having a flight, a full beer, getting a burgers, and then ordering bottle. a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really so good time. So it was a, uh, a nice... We told them right off the bat that we were enablers and we followed through. Yes, yeah, that's true. Well, and even cooler, I know that we have talked before about becoming Black Heart Society members. Something that I didn't, either I didn't realize or I didn't understand the full value of until we were at the brew pub is that each level comes with a discount on anything you buy at the brewery. and Including so, beer that you consume while you're there. Exactly. So your $12 beer becomes a $9 beer if you're a... Wow. Third level. So it really will pay for itself, especially maybe not for us as much because we live so far away. Right. Um, but anyone that lives nearby and goes there even once, once a month, a month even, yeah. uh, I'm sure it would pay for itself, plus the, the swag you get with it. So That's what I was thinking. At first, I didn't think it would be as worthwhile because I, I, I mean, I'm wearing my Adroit Theory t-shirt right now, but I don't know how many of those I need. And so I right. was only thinking of the discount being at that level. But yeah, when... When we got our check and it had the 30% the off, I was like, oh, this is kind of fantastic. Yeah. So. Check it out, folks, if you live near Percival or there even were if you don't. A lot of families out there. Yeah, there sure were. I lots of uh, lots of strollers and. Uh, maybe kids under three? 
Yeah, lots of little kids. <laughs> a lot of like kids on the on the knee sitting at the bar kind of thing. I also, it the was... the DC slider truck had some really phenomenal uh, burger sliders that they make, and they make them all fresh there, which is really great. I always appreciate that. We had one with mac and cheese on it, like slider mac and cheese ketchup bun. I didn't want it with ketchup and forgot that, and it was actually quite excellent, even with ketchup. I did forget. Um, and they had one that was Mexican, so it had like salsa guacamole, a tortilla chip. Uh, was there like melty cheese on that one too, maybe? Uh, I don't remember. But that was, that one. I don't know. It was a fun way to eat like a couple bites of different types of burgers. It's nice. It does sound neat. So let's talk about this beer real quick, because I'm liking it. I do too, quite a bit. The nose does not say porter or coffee to me at all. I think it's very porter on the nose, actually. Um, yeah. Maybe I it's the water. Porter, but also this cup has a smell to it because it's clay, I guess, yeah. or something. Um, so it's hard to tell. Do you want to do the nose out of that one? Yeah, why not? The glass one? Um, I do think the shape of it is perfect for directing, um, directing the scent to your nose. Yeah, I definitely get the bitter coffee off of that. Um, and I would say porter over... I've got to, you've got to get your nose way in there to get that, though. I feel like well, I'm if you just... Little, I'm sure I have coffee in my nostrils for the <laughs> amount of time I've spent around it. That's true. Which would mean uh, you'd be desensitized to it, though. Uh, that's partially true. Do there you are... always smell coffee wherever you go, though? <laughs> <laughs> no, but most of my clothes smell... Well, many oh. of my clothes smell like coffee. There are days, like, on my day off when I'm walking up to the shop, though, and I can smell it, like, in the parking lot, and I'm just like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> we were um, we were looking for a Starbucks this morning. We were in Bethesda, and as we were leaving the hotel, he goes, "I know there's a Starbucks around here somewhere." And I said, "Can't you just follow your nose? Don't you know by now where the coffee is?" Accordingly, Ian is apparently Toucan Sam. <laughs> <laughs> follow your nose. Um, it was only half a block, and he walked right to it. So something worked. So the flavor is very nice, even if I don't really get the coffee on the nose for the job stout. It's I would... not heavy right it's a full body flavor without like all in all it has a very beer very nice. texture to me well-rounded i would say yeah you know it's not overwhelming coffee it's not overwhelming and sometimes a lot of or, the yeah, i would agree the coffee beers to me have such a bitter finish this is almost a little sweeter it's like coffee with cream <laughs> yeah that could be i would agree with, yeah, but that's, without that's being as really light as like a it. milk stout it's mm -hmm. nothing quite like that yeah it's I a sitting by the fire beer. Like go on Etsy and get that commissioned as like a painting or something. I would totally put that up in the Dashing Rogue Room. <laughs> that was really, really fun. It was really good cover art for sure. Is all of their cover art that good? Uh, actually, a bunch of it. It's I think really so. fancy looking. The next yeah. one we're going to try is the uh, Big Head Stout. <laughs> and it looks like an homage to the Emperor's New Clothes in a certain sense. Uh, there is a man strutting down the street with a crown, an ermine cape, and uh, red polka dot boxers. And uh, that's it. I'm gonna and I'm, sunglasses. I'm <laughs> and gonna a great beard. <laughs> a great beard, and that's it. I'm uh, gonna reveal my small town roots. What is ermine? Oh, uh, ermine is that traditional kingly. Uh, it's white with black flecks like on it. Like the fur around the. Yeah, it's usually in like a collar, um, gotcha. but it's white and it has black dots in it. It's yes. from an animal. It's a, a certain animal's winter coat. Oh, okay. Um, like I know exactly what you're describing, but I would never have known what to call it. That's ermine. Ermine. Nice. I'm opening doors all over the place here. 
I'm really not. Um, I'm sitting comfortably <laughs> drinking a porter. Reclining on the couch, in fact. <laughs> um, By the fire. I had to. Yes, Jason refused. <laughs> They're all fireside chats these days. To record <laughs> until we had a nice crackling fire going. Um, but we're not sitting in the fireplace, so if you can't hear it, our apologies. That would hurt. It's true. No, be a little I'm not, for my I, liking. I'm no. not Santa Claus. I'm not sitting in the fire. What do you think Santa Claus does? Sits I, on fires? <laughs> come, come I mean, down I, realize, I realize you were brought up <laughs> differently, but uh, that's, that's not the mythology. There. <laughs> I, true. I, I've never believed in Santa Claus, but I, as I understand it from watching animated films and Tim I'm Allen films. pretty sure he's never sat on a fire. He no. comes in down the chimney. How does he know if it's on or off? Smoke, I would imagine. <laughs> The whole flu system. Santa Claus has black lung. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure of it. So much coal. Good thing he's magical and lives forever. Right, kids? He lives forever. Because see, kids can that, listen. Uh, How do you know? You think he sits on things? Mainly <laughs> <laughs> fire. I'm sitting on something. It is... What show was it? Was Flammable. Was it that had, like, the scariest Santa Claus who would, like, show up to town and, like, deliver hand grenades and just, like, try to kill everybody? I think everyone shut themselves up and like barricaded the chimneys and stuff on <laughs> Christmas Eve. That sounds like a Futurama thing. It really does. I've never seen sure. it, but yeah. that sounds exactly it like their humor. Because it was like in the future. This is what scary Santa Claus is. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So they actually have a really nice collection. I'm looking at. They ha- we have about a dozen different beers offered by Three Heads. So yeah. if well, I will say we we. Well, for myself personally, I've claimed to like this beer, and uh, we are in no way represented or uh, being paid or anything to. No. Uh, right. We got to, to drink. We're going to give honest opinions of these things. Absolutely, yeah. that's important. Six and a half alcohol ABB. Sorry. Which for a porter? Yeah, that's about right. Pretty, it's about pretty right. standard. I do feel I'm a little disappointed to see that it's twelve thirty. Reason being that I feel like this collection would be an amazing like morning beer drinking session. So well, it's Sunday, it's brunch time. That's true. Sancho Pistolas is probably just getting getting warmed up. We do need to do that someday. Bottomless margaritas. If we could make that a uh, a dashing rogue outing, maybe. I think we can. I am. Um, There's some pepper in this. Like black pepper or like chili pepper. Like chili pepper. It might be there subtly. Like I can see what you're... Like a little bit? The only reason I'm... This is my skeptical or face. Or chili relleno, maybe more? It's because one of the ones we had yesterday had Serrano in it, and there was no doubt, like, the pepper was, you know, punching you in the face, but Straight in such a back. happy way. Maybe. <laughs> did I did s- like that one yesterday, though. And it was a porter. The rogue is coming around, I guess. Uh, yeah, it was from... Adroit, and they made a porter, which was called... Delicious. Devil Made Me? Yes. Yeah. And it was a really good porter with serrano peppers, and the peppers were in the cake with it, so it's just marinating in these serrano peppers. They said the longer you yeah, wait... Yeah, I want to try it in a week. Yeah. We forgot our our one boo-boo is we forgot our growlers before we, we went. We did forget our growlers, which we could have done another Adroit podcast today. Yeah. Uh... But this is good too. But we're going back on the sixteenth. Yeah. For the release party. For the release party. We're very excited about that, except for the driving part. Mm. Dear Adroit, if you would like to move closer to us, I will help you unpack boxes. Yeah, they should like 
open another location when they expand like an hour north. An Would hour? that be terrible? Uh, then we only have to drive an hour. <laughs> okay. I could drive I drive an hour to get here. <laughs> Touche. So I'd still probably be driving too. I just feel like they're further west in Virginia than you realize. Like they're west of Harrisburg. Well fine, an hour northeast. I'll have it. Could just say Philly. Just yeah, move to Philly. <laughs> Problem solved. It's then. a big beer city. It's a great beer city. You guys would do very well. We were trying to lure them back yesterday. We're like, you know, early June. Philly beer week. You guys should come. You could hang out and go to beer events. It would be a good time. We'll see. Um, Monday is a big day because the brewer, Greg Sasco, if you'd like to follow him on Twitter, at the Sasco. The Sasco. Um, starts brewing for them full time for the very first time. Oh, nice. So I think in terms of you know business milestones, that's a really big one. And I was super excited for him. We took them some beer as a congrats on the brewery opening instead of like a housewarming or whatever. Yeah. Well, they, have, they had six taps running, um, and they said they're basically kicking one to two kegs a week, uh, which for only being open one day a week is pretty wow, good. Wow, really? So he needs to replenish so beer that fast. basically brewing every... Well, he, and they've got their, their opening coming up, plus they're bottling stuff. So right. he's pretty much brewing, I guess, every He brewed days. four batches while we were there, or like throughout was, yesterday. Yeah, was brewing four batches yesterday, so... Plus, they are, I mean, they're big on the barrel aging stuff, so they've got a whole wall of barrels. Yes. Which, knowing as many brewers as I do, well, as I know of, they're always itching to get their hands on barrels, and they seem to have some good connections uh, in that regards. So. so I'm looking more closely at the picture now. You guys have sort of had a better glance at it than I have, and I, I over get it. Actually, that's the same pair of boxers that the big head stout guy is wearing. Whoa, maybe it is the big head stout guy. No, because it's a coffee bean. Yeah. I I didn't think that through. I'm just called Java Sutra, seeing the tangled up sheets. My mind just went entirely to the gutter, and I'm just trying to figure out how that's possible. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to go to the gutter. Well, I know, but I'm looking at the coffee bean and the hot flower, and I'm like... Oh, they're very round, so not a lot of limbs to be Kama Sutra. Yeah, more or less. (laughs) It seems like it's very A plus B, and there's not a lot of, you know... (laughs) Well, I'm going to go ahead and open up this next bottle, if you didn't hear that. Before uh, I take it somewhere that isn't No, possible. I'm just, I finished mine already. I'm so proud of you. Because I liked it. I want to kind of pat you on the head. That's a porter, too. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a porter, yes. I, I, ha- I do enjoy porters, guys. I just don't love them. Is it cloudy? Odd, though. Look at the cloudiness in that. Oh. This is still in the Java Sutra. I think it's just a bit of sediment. I mean, all Could in all, be. I did it's give a... it the end of the bottle. Okay. Oh, okay. That would make sense. It's a fairly clear, like the beard is fairly clear, but there's just a bit of sediment at the bottom. I well, last night we were serving the Aventinus, and right before we served it, the host said, "Oh, I can't wait for the next course. This is one of my favorite beers." And Ian goes over his shoulder. He says, "You're t- you're stealing our spiel." <laughs> but I mean, we were we were proud and excited anyway. But he prefers it on draft, and when I served it, I, I pointed out... I prefer it any way I can get it. Yeah. I pointed out that I prefer it on um, bottle, because I just think that it's... You've got more of the sediment. I like that. That's my own opinion, but I know that not everyone does. I like the head on this. It's beautiful. What are you looking for? I was looking for your glass so I could look at the head. Is this the one that was described as having a 
four inch head four fingers four finger head sorry (laughs) 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 moving right along uh this one actually okay so we were looking these things up on the website beforehand this one is not up on the website as one of the beers that they brew they do have a photo of it though they do have a photo of it it's on their homepage, but it's not on their like these are the beer the beers that we sell page which is weird yeah (laughs) his feet are so big i can only imagine well, it is the big head stout. Exactly. <laughs> Wowza. And it's, um, it's for being, it's 7%. It's not imperial though, right? It's just a straight up stout. As best as we can figure out without. Oh, wow. All right. Can I read this? You may. It's your uh, show. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> big head stout is an egomaniac. And why not? Deep black in color, layers of roasted malt flavor, notes of caramel and vanilla mingle with waves of hoppy goodness. The Big Head takes you to Beervana. Bold, beautiful, and bombastic. Go ahead, prance around in your skivvies. All right, is this when we insert... That reminds me of the day I had the McKellar's beer breakfast yeah. brunch. <laughs> <laughs> I had barely known you then, and that text in particular was hilarious. That was a great day. I got home from work on an empty stomach. I had, like... I guess I drank all of it. And, uh... And you didn't drink quite as much beer then. I mean, you drank a lot. Yeah. But that was good though. I like got lost in my own home. I took a nap and then I woke up and found my book. It was great. <laughs> I had never seen him so happy. I mean, I expected you to like caress and pet the book, like, oh, there I'm sure you are. I might have. Long I didn't even treasured know it was lost, friend. Though. <laughs> That's the best part about it. <laughs> so yeah, I had just met Ian. I knew that he liked dark beers, and I. McKellar had opened my eyes to a whole lot of new things, so I got him a beer geek breakfast and a beer geek brunch weasel. I don't remember which one it was, actually. I don't either. I remember you asking me if it's okay that it has so much sediment. Like, there were chunks in that yeah, beer. Yeah, it was a little chunky. Um, which is only crazy because it's so dark that seeing the chunks is a little silly, but bombastic. I like it. The head's gone already, though. How is it? Yeah, it is. Um, uh, I it's not as good. I find don't think. it very similar, though. You're getting coffee and everything. Yeah. In it? I mean, it's a stout, but. Well, it might be a little leftover from the previous tasting. That's true. We're not as good at uh, rinsing as we should be. We did yesterday, though. We got a bottle of the brandy aged bays. Yes. And wow. we were <laughs> we, drinking. We let our friend Wes order it, and we said, "Could we try that, please?" We're like. We're like, we're going to get a bottle of that. I said, we should get more. He said, well, we haven't even tried it yet. I said, well, Wes will give us some. (laughs) And he kindly did. But we rinsed first because we were drinking that really funky Saison. Yes. And uh, we basically wanted to know how much we should buy because we knew we were going to buy some. Which we do have one, Jason. We think you will love it. But Ian wants to make you wait five years to drink it. Whoa. Well, we got four. We can drink one a year for four years. And then skip a year. <laughs> oh, you look so livid. <laughs> Your face is like. No, I'd rather I'd rather just save two for five years and drink one now. And then how's that math work? We can both drink one now. <laughs> oh, he's like, there's two of you and one of me. Right. You have to share. Right. <laughs> oh man, it's the whole marriage thing, right? What's yours is mine. Only. Or you guys can have one now, and I'll save three for five years because I'm good at saving stuff, actually. Just hide it. I'm good at losing stuff, too, apparently. <laughs> I'm really excited when I find it. That's what dogs do when they bury a bone in the backyard. And So I find this to be like a decent stout. 
There's nothing bad about it. It does not it smell good me to around. me. It well, smells a little thing. metallic. That's the same thing I got on the last one too, on the nose. The the nose never matches up to me with the actual flavor for this one. For these both of these brews. It's good though. I'm sorry, I'm nosing it. I'm nosing it. <laughs> so you don't like the nose. Is that your first sip? Yes. I um I like it. I think for as much as I liked the porter, I was hoping I would like this equally as it's much. It's not stouty, though. So you're normally a stout can do anything that a porter can do, but it can do better. Yes. Would you disagree with this one? I think I feel like the porter is better than the stout. Yeah, I like the porter. But that's not a fair comparison because you put hops and coffee in that porter. This is just a straight up stout. So the whole could do it better thing will put some right. coffee in. You know what I mean? You're just you're not comparing apples to oranges. Um, you are comparing apples, yeah. actually. Throw in some bananas because we have an imperial next. Now I just want those little bananas are more of a triple thing. Runts. Oh, those are the worst. <laughs> oh my god, those are so bad. <laughs> the it's funny runt? how much of candy is just awful. I said that to it's him like the other plasticky, night. It's like plasticky, like weird fake sugar, bizarre flavor. It's flavors. just powdered sugar shaped into. Yes. Yeah, like powdered and then like formed and hardened and I had eaten healthy good. for like two or three days and I got home and I just had um, some Eagle Rare actually. I didn't, I wasn't really in a scotch mood. I wanted something a little more. Oh, P.S. Beer dinner people last night, excellent collection of bourbon. Oh my good gracious. I told Ian, I was like, oh. I have to be honest, I don't really want a tip, but if I could just get a sip of that Pappy Van Winkle, I would be so <laughs> well, happy right now. So they, I was doing between some research. like two of the guys, I think they had like five bottles of Pappy. Wow. All different years. What is that worth? It's really expensive. It's probably at least a grand. Yeah. yeah. So I looked five. it up online because Ian, you had mentioned that you would like some of that this year as, <laughs> as gifting and all that. So I did a little bit of research and they're saying... That Peppy Van Winkle has gained quite a following, but that it's not really the best that you can go for. It's one of those where it has gained a cult following, sure. and now it is... It's driven it's, up the price It's a lot. driven up the price, and they're like, you can get, for a fraction of that price, a better... Bur- it's a good bourbon, but you can get a better bourbon for significantly less, because people just... say which bourbons those were? Yeah, they did, they did <laughs> list a few. Really, I mean, he's I just trying to talk you down. Like, it. apparently, he already bought your Christmas gift, and he wants you to no, not be disappointed really, when it's I'm not really happy. After quality. I, I don't want an expensive bottle because I want an expensive bottle. Like, I don't want to spend a lot on a bottle. I want a bottle that's really good. Right. I don't care how much it costs. I just am anticipating it costing a lot. That's um, what, was, and like, my my point is, if I'm going to get the Pappy, I want the Pappy family, right? Which is the most expensive, but that's the one I want. If I'm going to get a bottle of it, I'd rather spend double the price and get whatever that best is. And then buried so in the backyard also, for right. 10 years. And they also said, and I thought this was really interesting, they said uh, the best of the Pappy series is actually their eight year. They said, that, and that's one of the cheapest, I think that is sure. the cheapest out of the set. They're like, if you go to bourbon experts, they will say, even though the other ones are more expensive. Are you saying the best this, for the price or just the, the best, best tasting, made bourbon? The best flavor <laughs> for a bourbon will be the eight year. And I, I have was not, really surprised by that. I haven't that. had any of them. Yeah, I haven't either. What was the really expensive shot you got when you went out ah, on a business trip? I don't know. I was too young to appreciate it. When was this? So it was like my first professional acting gig out of college. And I went to Minnesota for 
16 days or something, and I was performing at the Minnesota State Fair. And it was the way that our... Is that a thing? It is, and it's one <laughs> it's of the... Adorable. It is, is a musical too? <laughs> well, Jason and I had performed together in Ohio, and it was awful. It was, so it was I wanted so to sort of back out, but he had to go back to school, and it was really decent money. So I was like, no, I'm going to do this. And there are just certain places where the state fairs are like the be-all, end-all. And Minnesota's one of them. It's one of like the top five in terms of like the turnout. And I mean, because Garrison, it's Minnesota, and there's like nothing else happening. It was also be, right by the Mall of America. It is. It? It's yeah. right near the Mall of America. Uh, yeah, I've heard about that. I have no it's, interest in going there. Well, <laughs> I don't either. It was really cool. Back then they had PB Locos though. They so. did. That, oh, the oh, best peanut like butter up? ever. No, what's that? It's like a, a four loco. It's a peanut butter place that it's has a, a bunch of different peanut gourmet butter. peanut butters. So. You could have like a white chocolate with raspberry peanut butter. I'm pretty sure and, uh, they sell that by the jar in the Acme now. They're they gone do, now. Well, but not that brand. Yeah, okay. They, like someone else stole the idea and I think they marketed it a lot better, which is why PB Loco went under. But as a peanut butter lover, it was like going into Chipotle and they have like, you know, the whole, uh, you don't eat a Chipotle, but other people do. Like our listeners eat a Chipotle. It's good. Um, it is. I enjoy it. But you go down the whole, you know, tray and you can pick what you want to put in it. and they like salad bar. Yes. With a sneeze guard, I hope. Well, oh, no. you're separated. The, the people are serving you. So you're they pointing. Sneezing all over it. Yes, they're allowed to sneeze in your. <laughs> anyway, but it was like that with peanut butter. It was sort of like 32 peanut butters and then different spreads and fruits and things that you could put in it. And the best part is it wasn't that expensive. Like you could get a really nice gourmet, like peanut butter panini with stuff in it, whatever, for like six bucks. But when they wanted to sell you the milk to go with it, like the milk price was outrageous because they knew. It was like $4 for a glass of milk. Basically. Yes. So that was PB Loco. That and uh, Bubba Gump Shrimp were my two favorite parts Bubba of the Mall Gump of America. Shrimp. Is that a real thing too? Oh, yeah. No, is that just marketed off of Forrest Gump? It is completely themed like Forrest Gump. Okay. I've That's been terrible. to them in like three or four <laughs> different cities. It's really I well love known, them. Though. It is. Um, I've been to Bubba Gump's in. The Mall of America, Cancun, um, Times Square. You said touristy sometimes. <laughs> That's because I yes. go places. When you we don't. go overseas, oh my gosh. She will not, she, like, the point in which she wakes up in the morning till the time <laughs> she goes to bed is A, completely planned out every, like, minute of that day. Except for potty breaks. They just have to happen when they happen. And two... She goes to every freaking place that you can possibly imagine. So also, she has bad knees. It doesn't matter when she's on vacation. <laughs> oh, she'll walk. Now, for, for me, miles. when I go on vacation, and granted, that's like never, uh, and rarely anywhere that you know I haven't been or I have to travel far to get to. Um, We're already planning out the dashing rogue trip for the fall. Just it's our it's our dashing rogue uh, holiday party or something. Yes, I don't know. done our trip. Uh, employee appreciation day. <laughs> there you go. Uh, anyhow, uh, when I went to Savannah, <clears throat> I had really no idea what Savannah was, other than like people were like, hey, you should. It's fantastic. It's apparently really it's cool. It's beautiful. Yeah. And so, dare all I, I want to do in a city? No, you dare not say it. Charming. <laughs> all I did basically is I woke up and I just walked. I'd be like, where haven't I been yesterday? I'm going to go there today. And I would just walk down the streets. And if I found something that looked cool, I'd go in. Otherwise, I would pass it by. <laughs> That's what we did in Las Vegas, though. Like, I had no plans for Vegas. We bought our tickets for everything we were going to do after we got there. 
But sometimes we just walked and walked, and you know what? When it's a hundred and freaking six in the desert, I don't want to just walk. Yeah, I wanted to know what was going like on. No humidity. It's great. It was not great. I like the heat, and it was not great. The tricky thing with Vegas is that all of the signs are. It's sort of like Disney, where they make things uh, of Everything a. Everything is drawn it's to perspective. Lure you in. Yes. Right, yeah, and it's so like the castle and all that is not all nearly as tall close. as it looks. <laughs> yeah. And in Vegas, yeah, everything looks a lot closer than it is because they've done that with the perspective. So it's like, oh, we only have to go one block to get to the like slash eight. MGM Grand or something like that, and it's yeah, it's like a mile and a half away. Anyway. I have two stories brewing now that you keep cutting me off from. One is <laughs> the awesome part about um, Bubba Gump's, that I think anyway, as someone who wants to be a server when I grow up, is they have ping pong Same paddles. No one ever. <laughs> <laughs> Except in the beer. Uh, they have ping pong paddles. Can you hit shrimp to people? They are red or green. The green one says, run, forest, run. And the red one says, stop, forest, stop. So if you need something from your server, you put the red one up like while you're doing your thing, and they'll stop by your table and see what you need. So it's like any Brazilian steakhouse. I've never <laughs> been to a Brazilian steakhouse, and also, but without the shtick. So there you go. Um, it is quite delicious. Wait, I, which one is without the shtick? I mean, the Brazilian steakhouse is without the shtick. Okay, good. Okay. Like, I'm pretty sure that Bubba Gum Shrimp is pretty shticky. It is. It's adorable. All right, so... Is there a boat somewhere? Um, there is, is there a no-legged Vietnam vet? Oh. There is a bronze statue of Forrest on a bench that people will sit next to and get their picture taken. Do they give him chocolates? <laughs> there is a bronze box of chocolates sitting next to him on said bench. That's so you They've get thought of bronze. everything. You keep well, really here. I'm sure. All of the walls are done and all of these like 1950s games that people used to play. And I mean, it's... Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> Oh, I have one of them in the back where you flick the thing on the wooden board. That would be so boring in the 50s. That's Cards true. Against Humanity. All the fill-in-your-own-blanks would probably be PC or something. I don't know. Anyway. Or it could be amazing because they weren't PC. Right. Anywhere near as PC And they the were 50s. all drunk all the time because they had four martini lunches every Including day. The pregnant they were people. like drunk and racist and that was fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so Minnesota State Fair, that's what we were actually discussing. So the way that my theater company worked is it was two guys and two girls, and uh, depending on the day, we worked 10 to 13 hours a day. But it was two teams of people, and so you would rotate in and out so that you know you could eat, you could actually live your life, you could do different stuff. And up, we were staying, two guys in one room, two girls in the other room, obviously because I'm me, I got along better with the guys. Um, the girl that I was staying with, her family was from that area. Now, we had flown in together from Philly or Baltimore or wherever we had flown from, uh, but she kept going out at night and visiting with her family, which I thought was pretty awesome, because how often do you just get to Minnesota, right? One night I wake up... never. <laughs> and uh, one night I wake up, and like she's just miserable. She's crying like crazy. She's surrounded by about, I don't know, $120 worth of room service. That I'm just terrified. I see like a bottle of champagne, a half-eaten steak, like her running mascara. And I'm like, what is going on? And uh, the next day when I wake up, she's gone. Like she just, she's, she called someone in her family, said, I'm not doing this. Had them come pick her up and just disappeared. And the first thing I thought of was, God, did she pay that room service bill? Because <laughs> I don't want to. Um, but it was. $120 and she had champagne? Well done. I'm not saying it was good champagne. Well. She's probably almost as young as I was, like 22 years old. I probably had very different standards then than I do now. But that day, 
that morning, um, as I go down to breakfast and I see the two guys, I'm like, so all of her stuff is missing? Like, I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm guessing that. And so we call the corporate office and they're trying to get a hold of her. She won't return their phone calls. And they're like, you need to go to work. And you just need to get through it. Well, it was, there's one older guy. He was an African-American, had the best sense of humor ever and like a great hawking voice. So he was so much fun to be around. It was his birthday. And apparently he had known the owners of this company for like ever and we both had to work double shifts that day to get through to, you know, make sure. the 13 hours happen. <clears throat> End of the day, the owner of the company calls and he goes, I want you to go. And I wasn't on the phone. This was, you know, he says it to the, to the African-American guy. He goes, I want you to go into the till. I want you to pull out. It was like $350. And we were staying, thanks to Priceline, we were staying at like this gorgeous Radisson with like an indoor pool and a great gym and all of this for like 60 bucks a night with an amazing restaurant and bar. It's like, I was there. I've been in the, the bar. I want you to go into the bar. I want you to order this. One serving for each of you. It wasn't even a shot. You know, it was just a pour uh, of some scotch. And he's like, I want you to have a freaking happy birthday because you worked your ass off for me today. <laughs> and I, whatever. You know, I sit down with these two guys. I'm like flushed and sunburned from being outside all day and everything. And we sit down and I take one sip and I was like, cradling this class. I was like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever tasted. It was $100 a serving in that bar. And I have no clue what it was. But I remember like I didn't want scotch again for years because I was like, I'm never going to have a scotch again. Did you ever find out what happened to the girl? No idea. Never saw her again. So I mean, (laughs) (laughs) we only had thankfully like three or four more days in the run. It was only, you know, a two week run. Um, Her name yeah. yeah, would Can probably be not a good Facebook? thing to say. I wouldn't Can know her last well, name. Say it. Yeah, no, but no her name was Debbie, out. but I, I wouldn't know her last name for anything. I might have the email saved from, you know, 10 years ago. Can but I figure it out? I want to figure out what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I do. He's invested. In case she's devastated and you just wanted to make... I don't, I don't know. Committed. I just want to know. It was, it was rough on both of us, let's just say. You know, I didn't obviously didn't get a pay bump for doing all of her job in addition to all of mine. You should have. That's just, not, I got a $100 shot of scotch is what I got. Well, did you only do it one day? Yes. We only did it on Ron's birthday. That's fine. No, but you only did two shows. Oh, no, we had to do it for the rest of the day. They weren't going to fly someone out. Then. I should have. You're right. Let me write. <laughs> I'm going to write a letter. Uh, what Why you did didn't not? see now is Ian's look of just incredulity. <laughs> like, I cannot believe this. Now, Ian, you know I'm a bad negotiator. What makes you think I was better 10 years ago? She go to Thailand for five I weeks. That'll teach you. With you. <laughs> Negotiator. I don't need to negotiate. I'm worth this price, darn it. Why do you why do you think that I don't know. It makes sense to me. Anyway. I want to explain that comment. Oh, <laughs> about okay. Thailand and negotiating. That's because true. It could be taken the wrong way. Very wrong. when you go in and you buy something off the street, um, like they have these uh, just gigantic markets Chattachuk is one of them outdoor markets or like uh, they're kind of semi-outdoor semi-indoor they're just uh, do like, they call them malls or do they call them markets no it's a market in Africa they're malls even though they're kind of open air I mean it's not gigantic you're, you're talking you know handmade now, stuff and pottery and aren't most aren't like original malls outside like the like when Washington is isn't it the Washington the National Mall the National, the National Mall. Mall yeah which is just like it's like the street basically Yes, and probably like what we now call a strip mall and a lot of, you know, was the start of, you know, before they were indoor meccas like the... Uh, mall of America. Yes, exactly. So in these places, uh, you negotiate 
your pricing. So like whatever William price Shatner. it is, and they are, they <laughs> yeah. are, um, you what? price line it like William Shatner, <laughs> kind of, yes, price line negotiator. negotiator. But you, um, if you pay full price, they are actually insulted. Um, I've always heard that, but I have trouble processing it. Yeah. So well, when we I was in a there, country where it's like, no, this costs ten dollars, and it's right. like, well, how about I give you eight? And they're like, no, it's ten dollars. No, right. we don't with cars. Cars is different, but only well, actually true. the big purchases. Do when I went wedding dress shopping with Ashley, she's wearing the dress she wants. It's a couple thousand dollars. She's wearing the veil she wants. It's like eight hundred dollars. And you know the woman who put it on her, and I'm like standing in the corner crying, going, oh, it's the dress, it's the dress, or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, the woman's beaming, like, this is, this is perfect. Like, I'm going to score so much commission off of that. And because Ashley is Ashley, she turns around, like, decked out in white from head to toe and goes, all right, let's talk. If I pay cash today, what can you do for me? Or do you have any kind of discount if I'm going to buy the veil with the dress or because I'm not going to buy it at the price that you're trying to sell it to me for? And I was like, holy cow, that's awesome. <laughs> if only I could do that with my Did she groceries. get a lower price? She did. She saved a couple hundred dollars. Everything is actually negotiable, like yeah. except for your cup of coffee and your, you know. I think in regular retail, like going into a bookstore, right, or like anything that's major gap. corporate. But right. my mom started doing that. Remember when we bought you like a whole new wardrobe at the Banana Republic? Yes. So we have like a thousand, twelve hundred dollars worth of clothing, and he looked like a million bucks. But I was like, okay, so is there something you can do for us? You know, is it a is it open a credit well, they card? They always have discount specials, and, that's, we and they went, always have like a we can scan this barcode and give you twenty exactly. percent off. And she's like, oh, are you this? No, are you that? No, are you a AAA member? Yes. Yeah. She's like, great. She gives us like another fifteen percent off. When you're buying that much clothing, it's awesome. And I think that's what it even in corporate world. My mom started well, doing that. She's at that age where she's kind of a senior citizen, so she'll be like, oh, do you have any kind of and she's like, I've saved a ton of money this it year. It honestly never hurts to ask. See, I don't really see that as negotiating as much as just seeing what the deals are. But you're are. not paying the sticker price. They're yeah, like pre existing. The you are. Yeah. Like for myself, but you're not I, naming I your ask. price and then bartering back and forth. But That's working different. in sales and like customer service a lot. After yesterday, you should ask because Mark said, Should I give you the industry discount? And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're industry now. Like, maybe no, that's I didn't say we... should I. He said we have an industry discount. Right. Well, we were discussing whether or not it was better than our Black Heart Society. But that's not something that ever clicked for me before. It's like, oh. Well, I'll be honest. Most of the places I drink, I always get the employee discount. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see all the right. bottle? So we're starting on our third beer. Oh, which nice. Which is the, what is it? Your Black Heart. Or is Russian it for em- your Black Heart? Oh. It's not actually. But I think it would be great because the Y is almost written like a four. It definitely is. What's the brewery? Uh, O'Dempsey's, which is out of Atlanta, Georgia. If only you had... I really just want to call it Patrick O'Dempsey's. <laughs> I, I mean, you can if you want. It's got a nice sort of roped look around its... And the, the text is neat, too. I like that it's a... They've got sort of the Queen of Hearts type picture from a card. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have—it's like a little Alice in Wonderlandy. Yeah, but they've done it as the Ace of Hearts, and it's a black heart, so that's right. kind of lovely. Uh, their slogan, which I happen to and really actually, like, the name is almost something that like a droid would come up with. I oh, think. absolutely. They're, so it's fruitier, I think, than the previous stout, which is only interesting because it's an imperial. And okay. their slogan is "Beer to Die For," which I must say I think is quite a fantastic slogan. It does. 
Say Which, it's as got far a as silky marketing goes, as soon as I saw it, I thought, what about beer to kill for? But then I also thought that all the legal ramifications of that would be awful. Yeah, we don't, we don't know a lot of uh, good defense lawyers, so... I know a few. Do you? Well, I, mean, I know that I was a few people I would ever call if I got in triple. Into triple? Into triple trouble. <laughs> okay. Jason's got a whole different list of people he would call if he were in a triple. But Usually yeah, you guys, so you him. could drink it instead of <laughs> No head on this at all. Oh, yours has a little bit. There's I, a little bit of head, It really yeah. must be the part of the bottle you get. That's just our own flaw, I suppose. I tell you what, though. The nose and the uh, uh, taste of it are the same for me. Is it jiving better in your... Yeah, like the other ones, it was a very different nose than it was actual flavor. And this one, I think, is very similar. I can't tell if it's banana or like a hint of pear or what it is, but I get a lot of fruit um, on the end. Of I that. don't think I've ever used the word fruit and imperial stout in the same I, sentence. That's, um, I was surprised by it. Uh, that almost reminds me of the beer we had last night. Um, as a nice little parting gift, they opened a big bottle of uh, unobtainium. <laughs> from oh. Louisiana. From no, no, from Alabama. Alabama. Okay. So here's a question, me, Shannon: Do you know where unobtainium? comes from yeah apparently alabama <laughs> okay the word. the word oh no definitely not avatar the movie avatar which uh, we saw in 3d no we didn't see it in 3d i thought we saw it in 3d you saw it. I watched it i with saw my... it in 3d it was great no you went with aaron or something i didn't no <laughs> i've never seen avatar apparently i saw fern gully and that was good enough i've never yeah, seen really avatar I, I quite enjoyed avatar actually it was okay uh, well, I enjoyed it in 3D. I don't think I would like it as a 2D movie. I saw or, it uh, whatever. A normal IMAX. movie? Yeah, as a normal movie. Yeah, I, I saw, saw it 3D, 3D IMAX, IMAX and, and actually it was said very immersive. It was a better idea you know not what? to. I, I'm, we've got a hot tub out back. I can immerse you in that too. It, and it'll be very interactive. That awful. It also sounds not at all related whatsoever. Yeah. To me, immersive is not something I want out of a movie. Submerged and yes, immersive are two different things. Why? I want to be drawn in, but I don't want to be like You want to feel like you're a part of the movie. I can't read and drive at the same time. The last thing I need is the movie moving around me. Nobody read can drive. read and drive at the same time. <laughs> no. I've seen people in cars with books on the steering wheel, and I'm always I meant like if that. the car is moving, like drive, not necessarily I'm the one behind the wheel. Like, I'm worthless on a long trip. Even in a bus, like, I can't pull well, out a book. So, basically, you're saying you have a weak stomach. I wouldn't say that. Not when it comes to food or anything, but motion sick. You do get motion oh, sick. Oh, sure. So, you do fine on planes, though. That's because I'm being strong, because you don't. I suck at planes. I hate planes <laughs> so much. Flying, rather. Planes are fun. I hate flying so much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm always like, it's a plane. We're going to go up. You're going to go down. What's the, Whatever. And he's always like... It's like, okay. I'm I've gotten really good at, like, apparently sitting next to people who are bad in planes yeah. and just chatting them See, up. See, I don't outwardly freak out no. on the plane at Like, all. to anyone who didn't know him, I don't think they'd know. No. We scored a beer dinner because I was good at being Calm and calming <laughs> on planes. I guess I have a calming influence. I don't know why. Yeah, we ended up booking a birthday dinner for 10 because this woman <laughs> called me and said, oh, I met Ian on a plane and uh, my husband loves beer. Can you come out and do a dinner? I was like, yeah, okay. We did. It was great. Yeah, it was a good time. It's pretty awesome. It's sort of like when you look at me and I'm either, you know, bleeding from an appendage or just had a surgery and you say, 
pain is just another feeling. It really is. That is the That's biggest line is. of bullshit I've ever no, heard in my true. home life. It really is. All it is is a feeling. You just don't like the feeling. I veto this feeling. <laughs> I will not allow it in my repertoire any longer. But pain is kind of like, you can make pain greater or less with a greater understanding of pain, I think. All you have to do is understand that it's electrical signals going to a specific right. point. And that doesn't all make them go away. See, but it lessens it because you don't focus on it as much as... Because um, it's like, think about when, you, you, when you cut yourself and you don't even notice it. And then as soon as you see it, you're like, hey, that hurts. Yeah. But you can be like, you can I be don't like ever bleeding cut out of your myself finger. and not notice it. You've never cut yourself and been like, ah, da, 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 and then they're like, oh my god, I'm bleeding everywhere. No. Did we tell that story on the podcast? The story where I had to catch Shannon and she became dead weight because she fainted after she cut herself. I, I don't think so. Don't think, I don't think so. Think it's Shannon was cutting bread. Do we have time? I don't know. If we might be out of time. Shh. There's no time for that. We have plenty of time. <laughs> Shannon was cutting bread and she cut her cut her <clears throat> finger with a. She was just cutting a serrated, bread. A serrated bread knife. A serrated bread knife. She cut through her finger really, really pretty far. For the record, I have a weak stomach. Not just when I'm <laughs> going back to the yeah previous. right. Not just when I am moving and for reading. the record, I was right. <laughs> yeah, um, but one of those like we are it's never okay, having kids, it. and there's I'm fine in a crisis when there's like blood or whatever. But the minute that the crisis is over, I am worthless. I need to cry or freak out or something. Like I can hold it together until I don't need to hold it together. Which anymore. is not entirely true because in this instance, <laughs> uh, Shannon cut herself and she said, "I don't remember what it was." Like you were upstairs. Oh, oh God, or something like I that. I said, or "Jason, help. I need you." Yeah, and you said it in a way that I immediately knew. Like, I was doing something This isn't like computer. a, I'll be right down. It was right. like a, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, this is a, I was oh, running it underwater because I was in the kitchen. So I started running it, and I was standing on the sink holding myself up under the water. It was not really a thing at that point. I was looking at it going, well, this is bad. And you, you cut it, and it's one of those. applying pressure. Eventually. Yeah. So uh, I get in, and I see that she's running it over water, and she tells me what happened. And I said, okay, well... I can see that she's going a little bit, little bit white. And I said, well, let's go ahead and get you to the couch so you can lay down and all Which that. is now only amazing to me Which because in this particular away. house, everything, we had white walls, we had white carpet, we had, you know, so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, let's see what we can do with this blood. blood. Right. <laughs> so she, uh, I start walking her in and she's getting woozy. I can tell she's getting woozy. And this is the point where I learned what dead weight feels like. Because it's heavy. It, it really is. And she passed the heck out as I she was walking. I got halfway there. I got through one room and I was like right in the middle. I got of halfway the... through the first room. And I'm holding her and she starts falling forward and I'm behind her. <laughs> There's just no good way. No. So you I, basically have to like wrap I your arms and then like swivel around right. to like catch the weight. Well, I didn't do that. No, you I, didn't. I made her fall slower. <laughs> uh, and she hits the ground and I'm like... Okay, that happened. <laughs> and I don't remember any and... of it. I remember waking up on the floor looking at him going, why did you put me here? You said we were going to the couch. <laughs> <laughs> so we got it all wrapped up and everything like that. But uh, the, be- the worst part yeah. of it really was is I probably needed like just like three stitches. Um, I had just changed jobs and it was my second day in a new job. And so technically I was covered with my new insurance, but I had no idea. I was like, I don't know my boss's name. I don't know where I work, I don't know who my new insurer is. Like, I can't walk into an ER right now and be like, you should cover this, trust me. Could you just fix it, please? Yeah, we just, we bandaged, bandaged it up and later we were accused of, we were supposed to meet his parents for dinner that night and we still went. But uh, I remember thinking, surely I get a reprieve from having to go out to dinner with the in-laws. Um, no, didn't happen. And now every time it gets cold, your finger turns 
like ghostly, ghostly pale. white. It yeah, really is. I've like, seen it. It's yeah. awful. It's so <laughs> painful. I can't even explain to you how bad it hurts. <laughs> I don't think Actually, I realized it hurts when it comes to the nerves. Yeah. Oh, I think that's you exactly got, what happened. Dead, dead finger. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a it's white like finger. Condition. And then you look at the fingernail and it's even more well. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. I've got dead finger. <laughs> so when I was in college, I met a girl and, uh, there was like crackers in her room. I'm gonna say you met more than one well, girl in that. Night. But she had like crackers in her room, and she's like, "Yeah, sometimes I have low blood blood sugar, and I pass out." She's like, <laughs> "I should probably eat some of those." And I was like, "When's the last time you ate?" And she's like, "I don't know. I've been really busy." And then like two minutes later, passed out. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "And that's when I found out what dead weight was." And yeah. I was just like, "Whoa!" So do you have to like mush her mouth and try to get her to swallow no, she, crackers? She woke up real quick too, oh, okay. but it was just like. When you're like talking to somebody and then like you just kind of see their eyes like get a little big and like that that further away stare and then it was just like yeah. that only happened once. So I was a Girl Scout. I loved it. I, I'm totally geeky enough to totally admit that. Um, what, my troop leader was a nurse, and what, for one of the badges, it was like a first aid thing. It wasn't exactly you know high end medicine or whatever. But we went into her. <laughs> Can the Girl Scouts deal with uh, <laughs> yeah, major exactly. surgeries all the time. I mean, we got a badge for learning how to change <laughs> a tire. Appendectomy. <laughs> yeah. At one point, we went into her hey, facility. Hey, everyone should learn how to change a tire. Not a lot of people can. I got, I got my heart stint badge. <laughs> the reason. <laughs> that was a lot funnier in my head. Oh, okay. Anyway. That was hilarious. You guys, uh, <laughs> I laughed. We, we will laugh when it's you over. Grunted. We wouldn't want to max out the, <laughs> Positively. the mics. It's okay. Um. There were like 12 of us standing around and someone volunteered and they were just going to like take a little bit of blood and this girl standing up front. I feel like, like this is abs- just a bunch of girls with a knife and just being no, like, we're just going to cut you open real the quick. Nurse, the nurse is, you know, teaching. That scene out of Aliens where he's chopping the board. <laughs> you guys are such guys. Whatever. Anyway, I, I just remember being like an 11-year-old and this girl from my class just completely fainted and I had no idea what happened. I was like actually watching them take blood and next thing I know I just heard this loud thud. <laughs> and like the crowd parted like, oh, there's something in our way. And I looked down and this girl just passed. It's first time I saw smelling salts work and they were amazing. Yeah, you know? they really I've work. always wanted to get them. They yeah. really do work. They, it's amazing. I don't well, know how they... Well, the they bring them onto football fields encourages me that they do work. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Which is an amazing like, part of the human, like the human body that you can be passed out unconscious. Well, your sense is so... Yeah. I would say it's a survival thing, mostly. Oh, definitely. Where it's, oh, it's like, this be... is a bad smell. I need to wake up. Like, get yeah, out, get so, out, get out. So passing out is like a cycle, is a is a reaction of the body to say, hey, you need to shut down because you need to take care of something. Right. We're all facing something is wrong. Is what you're saying? Right. Something is wrong. But you smell the smelling salt, and it's like something, something is, is, is even wrong. more wrong. <laughs> you need to get up. Get up. You can repair yourself later. I just think the body's really cool that way. It is. Sorry, also, I geeked out there. I think yeah, some of the science stuff is really. If I can just awesome. bring this back real quick, unobtainium. Okay. It was a beer we had last night from Huntsville, Alabama, which is where a buddy of mine lives, and I'm going to say that I might need to get some beer from down there. Zach, you're fantastic. Um, But it was actually a very good beer. I think I would have liked it. We had not eaten within, say, five or six hours. That's true. Um, It was just a very powerful beer. It was. It was... Quad strength. That's, I would it say. really felt like it was walking um, that quad barley wine. Very. I said it had a little bit of that Firestone Walker like anniversary succubus feel to it. Right. It had that kind of coconutty banana. Passion but in terms fruit. of like a true meaty, powerful beer, it, it wasn't like, hey, this is a good beer for Alabama. Right. It was oh, like, hey, this is a good beer, and it comes from Alabama. Yes, definitely. So well done, 
whoever you guys are. I forget their names, but I'm sure we can look it up. And Jim? I thought it was... No, 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 no. the company. Oh, the company. I was like, Jim poured it for me. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So out of the beers, what was your favorite? If you were to rate them. Uh, One, three, two. I agree. The Java Stout being the best. Then the, and then the your black your heart. black heart and then the um I might have so you picked a porter as your number one. I think I like the uh, imperial stout better. Mm. Really, actually, and you um maybe just because it's so stouty compared to the big head that it's just it's so nice. the Odempsey your black heart being your favorite and then the and three. then the uh, Java Sutra. The Java Although Sutra. if we're rating lava or lava if we <laughs> if we're rating label art. <laughs> um, yes. Java Sutra for the win. Yeah. I mean, if actually, they, they all have good label art, though. Oh, they all actually. I agree completely. Your black heart's okay. I don't know. I like I it. I like it. It's okay. And we did we did a little research. Their website has more information. They're pretty darn new. They really only went pro in twenty ten, and don't seem to be putting out large quantities. So I'm pretty excited that we got our hands on some. But they're also using the Russian characters. Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, it's a Russian imperial stout. Right, but they're not the correct. Like they read as though they're English, but yeah, they're not. No, you're absolutely right. But we are also in America, so if you want people to buy your beer, it helps. Wait, what? <laughs> We're on the road, Fun but fact, we're not kids, that far. We're yeah. in America. If you didn't know that, dashing rogue. So we have made this commitment. Now that I am beer full time, Mondays are going to be my put a new article on the website days. So I know that you guys are used to early in the week podcasts hitting too, um, and we're not going to take that away from you because you're loyal listeners and we love that. But uh, look for more content on the website, and if there's anything that you're really interested to have me write about, if it's a specific beer or a style or a trend, by all means, send me an email, beermistress at dashingrogue.com. And Ian's going to tweet more. He's getting good at this. I'm getting a little better at it. At dashing underscore rogue. And I need to tweet at all. <laughs> and also change from an egg. To uh, anything. <laughs> to, to anything. You could. You have so many beautiful pictures. You have that beer background. Uh, That's true. I'm at and Java I'm Jason. Sutra. Yeah. If if you had your Java Sutra as your label, people would think very sassy things about you. It's true. I'm at Beer Mistress on Twitter, and I do tweet. So there you go. Um, we are always at dashingrogue.com and facebook.com/dashingrogue. Jason, good choices, sir. Thank you. Thank well done. You. And until next time, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Jason. We'll see you then.